Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis, and here are the movies premiering this week. (laughs) You're a jerk. (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) But before we do all of that, Travis. Yes. Hello, sir. Hello. How has your week been going? Oh, it's been good. I mean, same old, same old, still no no vehicle waiting on getting the title. It's ugh. This is just turning into a whole big mess, and I don't like it. It seems like it, yeah. Yeah. I hope, I really hope I get it this week. I really do, because this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> and it's it's basically just, I mean... Your your entire your entire income. Exactly. <laughs> well, that and like I I don't like sitting home as it is. Mm-hmm. So like having to be home a lot is just like I just want to go. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah. Oh well, it is what it is. I just hopefully it'll change soon. But uh, let's see. I did do things this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I, for first off, I was playing. I know this is an old game, but I finished Red Dead Redemption Two. So I'm happy with that. Nice, very nice. Yeah, yep. Um, I, I, watched, I still haven't played the first one, but oh, it's so good. You, ugh, the Rockstar just hits it out out of the park all the time, and I love it. Nice, very nice. Uh, um. I watched, so I'm going to say the first thing. So the first one I watched was Freaky, which is that horror movie with Vince Vaughn. Okay. uh, Where he is a serial killer and he goes after this girl and they end up switching bodies like Freaky Friday. Well, that's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Like the whole time I was watching the movie, I was like, there's no way I can think or even comprehend the fact of Vince Vaughn being a serial killer because of all the comedy he's done. But he actually does a really good job. And That's good. Yeah, and he's pretty much the only well-known person that I know of in the movie. Of course, you're going to pull up a name and I'm going to be, oh yeah, I know that from another movie. <laughs> but... <laughs> well, that's a good idea. Let me let me just... Yeah. Uh, uh, pulling it up, pulling it up. Hold on. Okay. I totally misspelled that somehow. IMDb.com, not CPM. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and you said it was just called Freaky? Yep, just called Freaky. Oh, I mean, it's so it's a newer movie, too. Mm-hmm. It came out in 2020. Yeah. Uh, Alan Ruck? Yeah, Alan Ruck is in it. Yeah, he's he's the uh, woodshop teacher. Mr. Bernardi. Mm-hmm. Hmm. He's kind of a jerk. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Ah, so Catherine Newton played the other half of the main duo. Mm-hmm. The girl, yep. Yes. And she was Lucy on Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay, She walks that's the walk where... and she talks the talk. Yes, she does. It's like, I thought I recognized her, but okay. All right. <laughs> and then she was also on uh, Three Billboards Outside... Uh, Ebbing, Missouri. That's the one. Okay. All right. 
I never did get to see that, but okay. Ooh. <gasps> what? What? They recast her again? <laughs> Apparently, I'm just seeing this now. Apparently, uh-huh. uh, Catherine Newton is going to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Oh, as uh, um, the, the, the daughter? Cassie Lang. Yep. Yes. Wasn't she her in Endgame? No. Oh, no, it was a different girl. Yeah. All right, all right. Interesting. Very, Very interesting. interesting. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I'm going to see if I can figure that out quick. Okay. And give me just a couple of seconds. One, two. Ha. Emma Furman. <laughs> okay. Emma Furman was Cassie Lang in Endgame. Gotcha. Okay. But other than that, not a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Now we're... They're, they're switching it up again. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess maybe they just wanted to do that. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Maybe the other person grew up too much or something. Who knows? Who knows? Well, I mean, Catherine Newton, well, I guess, uh, she's in her 20s. <laughs> that hurts. She was, born, she was born in 97 and she's in her 20s. That hurts. <laughs> Well, not too much longer. I mean, she's only, what, 24? Yeah, she's got six years left. We are only as young as we feel, man. (laughs) Well, if we go by my knees, I'm like 80 years old. Um, True that, right? (laughs) I feel that. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, Freaky was a good movie. I would recommend it if you're a horror fan. I know you're not, so whatever. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, what else did I watch? I watched Muppets Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. and I watched James Bond. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so how how did you like uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion, first and foremost? Because we forgot I, to talk about that last week. We did, yeah. Um, I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was a good length. It wasn't too long. It wasn't too short. Um, it's... It's been forever since I've been to Disney World or even Disneyland to ride the the ride, so it was a little hard to remember. But it was good. <laughs> that that's why that's why you go on the YouTube's and watch all of the ride throughs. Uh. <laughs> well, well, okay. So funny enough, after I got done watching Muppets Haunted Mansion, I also watched uh, the documentary on uh, Disney Plus of the creation of the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. And that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And how, uh, well, I know Disneyland is based off of basically an, uh, I believe they called it an antebellum mansion. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. But one that you would find, you know, kind of down near Louisiana, uh, which is why it fits in with New Orleans Square. Yep. Uh, the one in Walt Disney World, I forget what they modeled it after, but yeah, that that's like full, you know, brick and stone and mortar and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. then what really kind of threw me is that they did not, in the Muppets Haunted Mansion, they did not model it after the one at Disney World or Disneyland. Yeah, I thought for sure they were going to. They modeled it off after the one in Paris. Okay, all right. 
And so, like, that one is supposed to be, like, kind of like an old west town kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so the mansion is, you know, wood cladding and all of that stuff. But, yeah, they, they it looks a lot like, it's not even called the Haunted Mansion in Paris. It's uh, Phantom Manor. Yep. So that was, that was, that was fun. Um, but, yeah, there's, the th- sorry, I, I watched this as well, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh I super enjoyed it. I really did. I did too. I was yeah. I was I was cackling the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing that I don't think a lot of people kind of recognized mm-hmm. is uh, the one lady that comes in to clean Madame Pagoda's crystal ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that right there uh, is actually the daughter of the original. Madame Leota, the yep. the head in the floating crystal ball in the haunted mm-hmm. mansion. Mm-hmm. That is that is her daughter, who is also a Disney Imagineer now. Yep. And not only that, when they redid a lot of the haunted mansion stuff and kind of updated a lot of the visuals, mm-hmm. they had her you know dub in some more lines because she sounds a lot like her mom, and had her kind of be facial recognition or facial capture for. Uh, kind of some new stuff as well and uh (laughs) i think it's funny because when her she i I was watching a documentary on this so bear with me for a second yep but uh she said she was saying that when her kids were younger she would bring them onto the haunted mansion ride and once they got to the madame leota seance room she would you know point at the crystal ball and tell her kids look kids it's grandma it's grandma yeah yep (laughs) well another thing i didn't know either was that the one at disneyland goes underground yeah yeah so basically like the the actual ride is outside of the train tracks that Mm -hmm. go around disneyland and that's why you have to take the stretching room that's why you have the stretching room that's why that was invented Mm-hmm. is to conceal an elevator to bring guests down far enough that they can go underneath the railroad tracks to get to the actual ride building. Mm-hmm. Again, I watch too many documentaries on this stuff. I do apologize. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> and then the one at Disney World goes up, correct? The one in Disney World stays as is. It's just the, the ceiling that raises. Oh, gotcha. Okay. All so... Right. I mean, the one in Disneyland, basically the roof does lower. It just lowers at a lot slower rate. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's basically kind of like what you would see underneath a, an office chair. Like those, those pieces of plastic that kind of collapse in on each other. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Except, you know, it has holes for the doors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as it goes down the everything kind of expands and uh sorry kind of going off off of that a little bit the elevators themselves are actually like hydraulic elevators mm-hmm. they're they're not like normal you know um metal ropes and pulleys and everything like that it's basically one giant hydraulic press that goes up and down oh wow okay and uh the the lifting capability is a lot less mm-hmm. than the dropping capability the the control the dropping capability oh wow okay and so um you know if there's anybody that does have to 
use the elevators to go back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, anybody in like wheelchairs and stuff like that, a lot of times will go back up through the, uh, <laughs> I guess, shrinking room. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, you know, they can only do a couple people at a time because it doesn't have enough strength to lift up any more than that along with the room itself. Right. But to get back to the, the <laughs> Muppets Haunted Mansion, <laughs> like, there were so many just parts of that that were actual ride elements as well. Mm-hmm. Like the floating candelabra. Was oh, right. One thing. Yeah. Um, and then the the armor with the axe that came down in between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, like, opening day and, you know, for a while thereafter, in the same room that they had the floating candelabra, mm-hmm. there was a, uh, a suit of armor that had a cast member inside that would, you know, go and swing at, at the Doom buggies. Really? Uh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. <laughs> but then they got rid of it. So, uh... <laughs> well, okay. So, in the Muppets Haunted yes. Mansion, Bozzy was the, like, hat uh, box ghost, right? Correct. Which, I mean, I'm sure in the documentary how they said that that was giving that one creator trouble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I I thought was very interesting. And then the new guy is trying to figure out how to do it. Yeah, so basically, like... The Hatbox Ghost was actually, again, opening day kind of thing. Yep. But they could never get it right. So, mm-hmm. like, everybody would be able to see exactly what happened when the Hatbox Ghost, like, the head disappeared and then appeared in the Hatbox. Mm-hmm. Um, they, could see, they could see it happening. Uh, and so something happened, or nobody knows exactly what happened, but all of a sudden it disappeared and was gone for, like, 50 years, something like that. And then they finally brought it back just a couple of years ago when they did a major renovation on the Haunted Mansion because basically they were able to use more modern technology and, like, um, I think some projection mm-hmm. uh, technology within the hat box itself so that it would, the face would just, or the head would just appear there. Uh, and then, you know, blacklight technology and stuff to mm-hmm. be able to have the head up here and it's normal spot when it's not in the hat box. That's so cool. I like yeah. it. <laughs> like that, that's the kind of stuff that I love to watch like that mm-hmm. kind of documentary. Uh, but yes, I, I, I have watched a few, a few, a few different things on <laughs> different, you know, Disney rides and uh, kind of their, their imagineering process for all of that. Oh, definitely. It's so cool. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay, question for you. Yes. Kermit's voice. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird for me. I was like, no, that's not Kermit. No, no way. Right, right. <laughs> and like, I mean, it still says that it's Matt Vogel, but it does not sound like Kermit. It sounds like Kermit, but more raspy. It's a, it's a different pitch. Absolutely. It is. Mm. I hope there isn't something going on, going on with like his throat or anything like that. Right, right. Yeah, because I mean, it, it definitely wasn't the "Hey ho, Kermit the Frog here" yeah, kind right. of thing. <laughs> it, it definitely had a different kind of. Honestly, it almost had a different cadence to it too. Yeah, it did. Hmm. I did like Kermit and Miss Piggy's costume though. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Yes, that was great. That was great. Uh, uh. But yeah, it was it was fantastic. If you enjoy the Haunted Mansion ride or you enjoy the Muppets, I highly recommend it. I do too, yeah. And, you know, it's on Disney+. Plus. It's uh, under an hour long, so mm-hmm. it, it was pretty great. It's good for the kiddies and for the adults. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What's not necessarily good for the kiddies, though, is a certain uh, British spy. Bond. James Bond. Yes, that one right there. <laughs> Who just had his last movie with the current actor. Mm-hmm. So Daniel Craig is, is done as Bond after this one. Yep. What did you think of No Time to Die? I loved it. I I would rank it up there. Like, so in my ranking, I would go, like, Casino Royale is the best one. And then Skyfall. And then I would put No Time to Die. And then Spectre. And then Quantum of Solace for the Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I would basically agree with you Mm -hmm. mainly because i i might have quantum of solace higher than specter because i remember more of quantum of solace okay than i do of specter Mm -hmm. like i i literally had to watch a almost a recap kind of video of specter to remember what actually happened in the movie yeah, it's kind of like lackluster if you... <laughs> a little bit, a yeah. little bit, yeah. I mean, Inspector itself, I feel like Christoph Waltz was a little wasted mm-hmm. uh, as as an actor, as a, a scene-chewing actor. Right. I feel like, like his talent was a little underutilized. It was. Um, but that being said, I don't dislike any of the craig bond movies they might not be my favorite Mm -hmm. but there's uh, there's none of them that i'm like no i don't i don't like that one right i can understand that i mean they're all good they all have their own ups and downs Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and what's really nice is that they all serve the same story right yeah it's all in continuity right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not like any of the you know other bonds where I don't even know if there's any Bond before this that has a direct sequel. I think there is. I can't remember exactly which one. Mm-hmm. But this one, there's literally five movies that go in a row with a you know kind of story arc throughout everything. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the Rami Malek? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, and I hated him at the same time. I know, right? Yeah. Although, the, the thing... At the very beginning, um, that involves uh, Vesper. Mm-hmm. That scared me half to death. It did to me, too. It made me uh, jump. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, and I, I was watching it in one of the Dolby Atmos theaters. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Like, it was <laughs> it was nice and quiet, and then all of a sudden, blah! Yep. What? <laughs> like, yep, I'm awake. Right? I mean, I almost felt like Bond Bond just being like, wop, wop, wop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. <laughs> oh, man, I had, had to throw a little Archer in there. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this, this Bond as the last Daniel Craig Bond. 
Mm-hmm. I did too. I thought it was very good. I, I, I can't wait to see what the Broccolis do moving mm-hmm. forward. But until they announce something, I will be I will be happy and content with these these last group of movies here. I will be too, yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. It was yeah, it was good. I it, it it's a solid a solid franchise and just the fact that they added the continuity with everything just helped everything go along a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we should move on to some of our movie news, seeing as we've already been talking for a while here. <laughs> sure sounds good. <laughs> uh, the first thing that we have could possibly be, you know, multiple movies having a continuity between them. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But we got our first images. We got our first images of Timothy Chalamet as Wonka. Or, sorry, first image, actually. Mm-hmm. I really like it. It's a style. It is. <laughs> um... It, so it's definitely not as pressed as Johnny Depp or even Gene Wilder. Yeah. Yeah, this definitely feels like a more kind of down on his luck Wonka. Mhm. I mean I, I'm guessing pre-factory. Pre yeah, absolutely it would have I'm guessing it have to be be pre, pre-factory. Mhm. Um almost looking a little kind of shabby down on his luck kind of Wonka. Yep. Like, like he still hasn't figured out how to make chocolate yet, and he's, like, in the slums or whatever. Right. Trying to figure out what he needs to do with his life. And he's like, oh, chocolate. Hasn't, hasn't found the Oompa Loompas yet? Yep, right. <laughs> Which, I wonder if we are going to have any Oompa Loompas. And if so, are they going to do it like they did with the Gene Wilder version? Or if they're going to do it like they did with the Johnny Depp version and have, like, one person play all of the Oompa Loompas? Oh, that's... I don't know how I feel about that. I Ooh, I would go more, like, Gene Wilder style, but I don't know. I guess we just have to wait and see what comes of it, but... So I was just looking at the uh, IMDb page, and mm-hmm. honestly, it looks like we might also be getting a bit of Wonka's childhood. Good. Uh, like... I mean, they they have an act. They have an actor here, Colin O'Brien, who, uh, I mean, is probably eh, maybe close to ten, if that. Okay. Yeah, probably not even ten. Uh, so, I feel like, like I said, we're gonna get like a really kind of start very early in the childhood of Wonka, mm-hmm. and then move on quickly to Timothy Chalamet's version of Wonka for the story. That's my guess, at least. Well, as long as they don't go down the route of the Johnny Depp version with the dentist, which you didn't I like thought Christopher was, Lee. I like Christopher Lee. I just didn't like the like the dentist part of it. I guess it just seemed weird to me. I don't know. Like, oh yeah, chocolate dentist. Ha ha ha. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so for some reason, I was thinking that it was it was in the book, but it was not in the book. The dentist okay. father. Okay, which is I- why. I, that's probably why I didn't like it because it was like I thought it was weird. I mean, some people liked it. <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, the movie's not bad. I just didn't like that part of the story. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Alrighty. Uh, so we've got all of that. Fantastic. I love it. It's the best. Woot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> woot woot. <laughs> should we should we go on to our 
next little movie news bit here. Sounds good. Fantastic. Alrighty, so uh, the next thing that we have is going to be talking about uh, Christopher Nolan's next movie. Woo! Which, as we stated before, uh, is going to be done at uh, Universal. Okay. So Universal is the one that, that basically won the right, I guess, mm-hmm. to uh, <laughs> Christopher Nolan's next movie. Mm-hmm. Since he has basically departed from Warner Bros., since they were doing the whole thing with HBO, where it was uh, uh, day and date releasing of films. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it looks like they will, like Universal will keep with that that hundred day theatrical window that Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan wanted, and they're gonna kind of shy away from the day and date. They they quoted it saying stunting day and date releases on Peacock like they did mm-hmm. are doing with Halloween Kills which we will be talking about later on in the episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yes, we will. Oh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> uh, but not only that, we actually have confirmation on a casting of his next, or of his next movie. Okay. And that is Killian Murphy is going to be playing J. Robert Oppenheimer for his next movie, which is the, the titular character, because the movie is called Oppenheimer. Right. Which, Finn fantastic i like i know very little about this story so i'm very excited to see this especially if it's nolan directing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well i mean you know oppenheimer i believe is the one that is is credited as quoting or or he was doing an interview i, be- I believe this was oppenheimer but he was doing mm-hmm. an interview about when they first uh, test in an, an atomic explosion mm-hmm. and he was saying all around him some people were some people were weeping some people were staring in just stunned silence and he thought of a a quote um, I believe he said that it was uh, Vishnu uh, let me just double check here okay yeah so it was Robert J. Oppenheimer or J. Robert Oppenheimer mm-hmm. uh, yeah so from from Hindu scripture where Vishnu is trying to persuade this prince that he should do his his duty, mm-hmm. uh, and basically, Vishnu takes his takes the true form and says, "Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds," and that's the thought that went through his mind when seeing the uh, atomic explosion for the first time. Wow! So, it, it's definitely going to be uh, <laughs> an interesting story. Um, I I can see it now that, like, so they're going to quote that in the beginning of the movie right before it starts. Either that or right at the very end. Yeah. Like, I can can see them having that interview at the very end of the movie. Like, right right before the credits. Mm Mm-hmm. Or even during the credits kind of thing. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, I could see that. But if they make a sound for the bomb going off and it's the... I know that's not going to work for me. <laughs> the like the yeah. the like the uh, inception, the inception <laughs> horns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes. So, I mean, Kelly Murphy has worked with Chris Nolan in the past. Mm hmm. Obviously, the Batman movies where he was Scarecrow. Yep. Uh, 
but just in general he's a fantastic actor from you know quiet place 2 to sunshine you know oh like i i haven't watched quiet place 2 but i can only imagine that he was pretty great in it have you you watched quiet place 2 right i watched quiet place 2 yeah he did a great job in that one and then you know just all the different things i've seen from from sunshine just yeah forgot one other uh nolan movie that he was in well yeah he was in inception yes and another one uh dunkirk right right yep that's right he was in red eye he was the bad guy in red eye Mm mm-hmm that's right with uh rachel mcadams Mm mm-hmm yeah he was in the heart of the sea uh yes he was wow okay wow (laughs) wow (laughs) and he was in tron legacy uncredited but he was in tron legacy was he really okay i didn't know that (laughs) yeah as edward dillinger okay let's see here well obviously 28 days later Mm -hmm. i think that was that was the his like first big break here the the, yeah the big thing that got him a lot of attention here in the in the states yep but uh yes so we have that to look forward to that is going to be fantastic Mm -hmm. uh another thing that should be pretty fantastic is tilda swinton joining michael fassbender in david fincher's new movie called the killer Ooh, okay which i believe Uh, is based off of a graphic novel okay (laughs) i i I, like if if i remember reading the article correctly so i'm just kind of uh yeah yeah based on the french graphic novel yep okay uh, a story of an assassin that begins to develop a conscience and doubts his work, which happens at a time when clients demand a particular set of skills. Here's a very particular set of skills. Mm-hmm. I love David Fincher, so that should be good. Absolutely. I know, yeah, I and know nothing Michael about Fassbender. These. Yep, Michael Fassbender, Tilda Swinton, she's Tilda fantastic. Absolutely. Tilda, yep, yep, good stuff. It's going to be pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. Although I should have had this next one probably right after... The uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer story that we the had. Magical, it's the magic of editing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's going to be too much work, so th- that's going to be just left in as it is. All right. Uh, but Peaky Blinders, mm-hmm. which stars Killian Murphy, mm-hmm. by the way, will is ha- they're making a film for Peaky Blinders uh, that is going to begin shooting in 2023. I've heard that's a fantastic show. It's been on my to-watch list for a while. I just haven't had any time to watch it. Yeah, mine too, right? But yes, I've, I've heard some amazing things about it. And then it looks like the the world of Peaky Blinders will conclude after the feature film that will follow it, its sixth and final season. So I wonder if it'll just be on like Netflix, because I know that's a Netflix show. HBO Max. HBO Max? Okay. Yep, BBC and HBO Max. Okay. And so it's... Season six is shot and almost completely edited. Okay. And so that should be out or finishing up next year. Mm-hmm. And then the movie will go into production in 2023 because they gotta they gotta let uh, Killian Murphy get all of these other <laughs> movies out of the way first. Oh right, yeah. He's a busy man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh wow, he has one here that is labeled as abandoned. Ooh, okay. That has Killian Murphy, Sienna Miller, Chris O'Dowd. Hmm. Chris O'Dowd, ooh. Uh, but yeah, so there's that. 
But yeah, we got the Oppenheimer movie, and then it looks mm-hmm. like he's going to be going on to some Peaky Blinders. Good for him. He's keeping busy. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, another guy who is keeping busy mm-hmm. is Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal, who apparently is is eyeing up uh, Guy Ritchie's new project at Miramax. Okay. To maybe have have some sort of role in it. Awesome. I love Guy Ritchie's movies. Right. Right. It's it's definitely a unique unique style. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what kind of comes from that. Uh, like I oh, said, it's it, should it, be. It, the, the, that, I'm sorry. It says here in the in in the article that he is going to be in a movie with Michael Bay as director called Ambulance. It says it's an action thriller. Uh so yeah, it looks like that one is is already basically shot. And cool. They're they're just getting it ready, as far as I know. Uh, and then that one will be released in 2022. Looks like. Awesome. And yep, it's in post production right now. And then yeah, so then he's kind of eyeing up, boss. Like it, it sounds like he's in negotiations, possibly to mm-hmm. star in the next Guy Ritchie movie. Awesome. Should be pretty exciting. I look forward to it. Hey Travis, you know what else is exciting? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Only because you read it. Uh, <laughs> but basically, apparently, some people have seen the new Ghostbusters. And that is the people at the New York Comic Con who went to the Ghostbusters panel. Those lucky ducks. Right? So, I mean, it, it's Comic Con. It's it's a very, very big deal, especially New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Los Angeles Comic Con is arguably more important her mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but uh, yes they had they had a panel there for Ghostbusters where they had a lot of people up on stage mm-hmm. and uh, near the end of it they basically said okay well you guys, you guys have been insanely patient waiting for this movie to come out mm-hmm. and then this is uh, Jason Reitman saying this he's like both me and my father think you've waited long enough. Let's show you the movie. Because, yeah, his, his dad I, was Ivan Reitman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Those lucky, lucky ducks. Yes. Yes. And so they got to see an early screening of Ghostbusters, which is going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks here. Should be fun. Oh, but, I can't wait. Uh, yeah. Apparently, there is going to be something at the end of it, and... Uh, Mr. Jason Reitman was saying, please, 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 please do not spoil it for anybody else. Uh, let them see it and have the same kind of reaction that you're going to have. Oh, okay. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. So it should be very, very interesting. It'll be out of this world. <laughs> You know what else is out of this world? (laughs) (laughs) The Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh Uh-huh. And as of, like, what, three, three, three and a half hours ago, Mm -hmm. uh, James Gunn has confirmed that Will Poulter is going to be Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That should be cool. Which I'm excited because I like Will Poulter. I think he's a great actor. Oh, I do too, yeah. I know nothing about Adam Warlock, but 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so I mean, if you don't know who Will Poulter is, if you ever watched uh, the Maze Runner, mm-hmm. uh, he's Galley. He has he has very uh, distinct eyebrows. Yes, he does. <laughs> they are very bushy. <laughs> yes, uh, he was also. If you ever watched We're the Millers, or if you've seen that meme online, uh, where it's uh, uh, oh, what's his face, Jason Sudeikis, yeah, and then saying, "Well, I'm only getting this much money," and then uh, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's like, "You're getting this much money? Well, I'm only getting this much money." And then the other girl is like, "Are you getting that much money? I'm only getting that much money." And then Will Poulter's character is like, "You guys are getting paid." Yep. <laughs> Which I would be very interested to see if he puts on an American accent mm-hmm. or if he keeps his native English accent because he's from England. Okay. All right. Like I've, I've only really seen him with an American accent. So. Well, if I remember correctly from Guardians 2, I don't remember the race's name, but the gold guys that are Mm -hmm. in the movie, Mm -hmm. I believe they're all British sounding. Yeah, they definitely had an accent. So I'm wondering if he will have his British accent. He was in The Revenant as well. Yes, he was. I forgot about that. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so he was also in The Chronicles of Narnia, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, Mm -hmm. as Eustace Scrub. But yes, he also looks a lot like uh, Sid from the original Toy Story. He does. <laughs> and he even uh, had a Halloween costume a couple of years ago, I think, of him dressed up as Sid. Oh, but, that's amazing. But yes, I am, I am excited for this. I'm excited that he is getting more kind of bigger work, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty awesome that they just announced it, you know, just a couple hours ago. <laughs> so Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's yeah that's that's great i love it well i think that just about does it for the news portion of our show which okay. means you should visit us at facebook where facebook.com slash movies are a thing we're also on twitter and instagram at movies are thing no spaces dash or slashes anything like that at movies are a thing come on by and say hi because i'm a poet and didn't even know it uh <laughs> i like it uh which means we are now moving on to our trailers. Mm-hmm. There was a few trailers. There was. The first one I want to talk about is a movie that I will not be seeing. <laughs> but that is the new Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City trailer. This looks so good. Uh, it's the first one. That, I mean, it's, it's going to be a whole new franchise of movies. But it's refreshing to not see a movie with Alice in it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. and they're going with with the Redfield. So yeah, that's it's it's going to be good. So one thing that I noticed when I was watching it and mm-hmm. top the top comment here that I see uh kind of puts it pretty well. Okay. But this is so faithful to the original material that they even recreated the cheesy acting and 1990s visual effects. They did. <laughs> uh so I know it's not finished, mm-hmm. but the uh, the effects uh, they they seemed lacking. They did. I will go with that. Like I guess I don't know how to how to describe it, but like 
they tried to light it in their program that they used to create the effects. Mm-hmm. And they used completely different lighting than what was on set. Like, usually you try to use the same kind of lighting so that you can kind of blend it all together. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it looks like they used... So, like, when they were inside a building, they, it, you know, they had, like, the building lighting. But then the creature came in and it looked like they were using some moonlight or something reflecting off of the body that had just jumped out of a lake or something like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. It, yeah, it looks like... Uh... It almost looks like they lightened it because maybe it's supposed to be like a really dark scene or something and they light it they lit it up so that you could see it a lot better which harmed that immensely Mm -hmm. so I mean I kind of want to wait until we get some more trailers Mm -hmm. and from the other other comments I was reading it sounds like they're going they are going away from the actual story of the games because oh what was it in the movie it looks like claire is kind of like the main person but Mm -hmm. she already knows everything whereas in the games she doesn't really find out anything until she starts at umbrella right but again this is just the first trailer yeah this this is just just the first trailer we'll have to we'll have to see how it all goes i will say november 24th is a very interesting choice for this movie yeah but, so that, does, that mean, actually doesn't leave that much time to finish yeah, up. Yeah, so I don't know what else they could really do to fix. I mean, they can work miracles, sure, but they don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, yes, it it'll be it'll be interesting to see. And it's this is the first trailer that we've gotten, and it comes out in just over a month. Mm-hmm. So that part has me a little worried. But you're not going to see it anyway. I'm not going to see it. But <laughs> also, song choice. Mm-hmm. Very interesting song choice. It was. Uh, when I was listening to it, I was like, hey, what's going on? Yep. <laughs> well, I said, hey, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It was like, it was just the vocals on top of its own trailer score. Mm-hmm. Which was a very, very weird choice. But whatever. I'm not going to see it, so. <laughs> Another CG thing I didn't like was the liquor. I didn't... I I was expecting a lot better from that as well. <laughs> like I said, uh, 1990s visual effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's like I'm playing the PS1 all over again. I mean, like, that's the thing, though, is we don't know how much how much time the the visual artist actually had with each scene uh or how much how much money they had to kind of throw at this stuff Mm -hmm. because i mean you throw a hundred million dollars at it yeah it's gonna look pretty darn good Mm -hmm. and you'll expect it to look pretty darn good but you throw i'm guessing a pretty limited budget at it Mm -hmm. and it's it's gonna have some rough edges but that, that's nothing to do with the actual visual artist. That's more to do with constraints that they had. Yep. So. We'll uh, just have to see, or I will just have to see. There you go. There you go. <laughs> One thing that looks like it didn't have very many budgetary restraints <laughs> is the new, the final Dune trailer. 
I'm just ready for this to come out and watch it already. I am so excited. It doesn't look like they gave away a lot of plot. Like, they gave away some plot points. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look like they actually gave away a lot of plot points. Right. Which, for somebody... I mean, I guess I should say, for somebody that hasn't read the book, that mm-hmm. hasn't watched the original movie, I didn't get too many too many things. There's There's a couple, but it just... It looks amazing. I love a lot of the actors and actresses in the movie. Mm-hmm. I... <laughs> I love the director. Oh yeah, I am. I am ready for this one. This new trailer too. just made it the hype just that much more. I almost didn't want to watch this trailer because I I want to go into this as as dry as possible. Right, right. Two weeks, or two just weeks. Uh, just under two weeks, week and a half. <sighs> it's 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 been a long wait. It's been a long wait. It has, it has. You know what else has been a long wait? Hmm. Psych 3, this is Gus. Uh, <laughs> so there's there's a new trailer for, for the new Psych uh-huh. uh, movie that's coming to Peacock, uh, which I loved how they actually made fun of how many streaming services there are. Oh, I know. In yeah. the trailer. <laughs> you guys going to watch it on Peacock? What's Peacock? Oh, it's a new streaming service. Oh, there's so many streaming services. Streaming services. Yep. <laughs> this just seems like a show i would like and i haven't watched a a single episode i forgot you haven't watched any of it (laughs) and that just hurts your heart it does it does (laughs) oh did you end up watching clue no i haven't yet i haven't been able to find it i told you exactly where it was it's on paramount i don't have paramount network well get paramount (laughs) Uh, but there's so many streaming services. <laughs> uh, all right, we we might we might have to we might have to meet up at some point, and I I will I will borrow you my copy of Clue. Perfect. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, but Psych the the movie is going to Peacock. But if you want to watch eight seasons of Psych the TV show, Jesus, <laughs> you can stream it. On Prime Video. Oh, okay. I do have that. Or you can stream eight seasons on Peacock or Peacock Premium. Mm-hmm. But yes, that that is a show that I highly recommend. Um, if you liked the humor in the trailer, you will like the humor in the show. Without a doubt, it made me chuckle. I w- <laughs> and, the, and this is my partner, Spam Caller. I'll be calling later. <laughs> or spam, <laughs> possible spam. I'll be calling later. <laughs> oh that cracked me up oh so great so good uh, it was funny so was good funny. so no. good sweet caroline ba, ba, ba. <laughs> uh but yes i am i i'm i'm ready for the this is gus trailer or this is gus movie mm-hmm. on november 18th just over a oh, month away yeah that's not that long from now right and then we've got Lassiter returning. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's great. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay, sure. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't remember the actor's name. I feel really bad. But he was the, the one guy in uh, Gallivant. Never not the main that character. Either. Oh. Nor have I watched uh, uh, Once Upon a Time. Well, that, that one's whatever. Uh, Timothy Omenson. Okay. Who was... Uh, 
He was psychic in Starship Troopers. Oh, okay. He was he was an IMF agent in Mission Impossible Three. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I'm just trying to see what else you might have seen him in. Did you watch Jericho? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. I was about to ask what Jericho are you talking about. <laughs> did you watch Judging Amy? No. Okay. Did you watch Swordfish? I did see Swordfish, but it's been years. I'm guessing he was a background character. He was uh, Agent Thomas. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> he's in the in the trailer. He's the guy that kind of like is like standing on the steps, and he's like, "I am back." Mm-hmm. That's Timothy Amundsen. Okay, but yeah, he has he has a a pretty pretty glorious beard and mustache going on. <laughs> Sounds uh, good to me. Yes. So, moving on. <laughs> I'm getting so sidetracked. It's not even funny. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so the next one that we have is a trailer for Cyrano with Peter Dinklage, which I honestly have never heard of this. Well, it's based off of the Shakespeare play, isn't it? I believe so. For uh, Roxanne? It's definitely possible. Like, I had, I had heard about this movie, mm-hmm. but I never never like looked too much into it okay but yeah it is it is uh apparently well apparently it's be it it was a stage musical uh that Haley bennett and peter dinklage were both in and so they are reprising their roles for the movie here okay and apparently Haley bennett and joe wright the director of this movie Mm-hmm. are a couple in real life. So this is their first collaboration together. Gotcha, okay. So I, I, I'm going to say this. So when I first started watching this trailer, it looked fake to me. Like, it just seemed like a trailer out of a movie. Like, like Tropic Thunder? Yeah, like Tropic Thunder. And I don't know if it's because of Peter Dinklage or what, but I got that that hint of that i can i can see that Mm -hmm. mainly because like peter dinklage nowadays at least for me when i see him it's immediately you know something like game of thrones or pixels or something like that yeah you know or i'm guessing for some people it would be something like elf he's an angry elf (laughs) (laughs) Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's something where I almost think it's kind of like Prince of Thieves mm-hmm. where everybody is just kind of doing whatever accent they want and so Peter Dinklage is just doing his normal speaking voice mm-hmm. uh, whereas you know Haley Bennett's doing like an English accent and, uh, and then like uh, Kelvin Harrison Jr. is kind of doing whatever accent he wants you know mm-hmm. i wonder if ben mendelson is going to be doing an australian accent i'm not sure because he's from australia oh <gasps> crikey did you know that <laughs> i did not know that so his his accent when he is in his natural form i guess you could say in the mcu mm-hmm. is his normal accent really okay. that's his normal speaking voice huh interesting okay the more you know yes so man i don't know i don't know i 
I don't think I could get into this one. Yeah, it it, it doesn't seem like my cup of tea. Right, right. I mean, I love Peter Dinklage, but I I I just don't know if if I can get behind this one. Yeah, I can I can I can see where that where you're coming from there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, the production value obviously looks great, oh, and I'm guessing course. that I mean, if it did good enough as a stage musical, uh, from hold on, let me pull this up one more time. <laughs> the Connecticut-based Godspeed musical production, if it did well enough there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to make a movie out of even with with you know the director and one of the main characters uh being a couple in real life i feel like it's probably going to be pretty decent i might just have to see another trailer just to see how it to see more of it mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. T- to really like get my decision down but i really don't think i'd be seeing this but right. who knows who knows yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you, man. Yeah. Uh, which actually leads us to our last trailer, mm-hmm. which was for Robin Robin. Now, this is the new Ardman Studios one, where a Robin is raised by mice and th- basically wants to be a mouse. Mm-hmm. It looks like a cute little movie, but, but? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm going to be watching it. Yeah, it doesn't look like... It doesn't look bad. It just doesn't look like it's be something I'd watch either. And yeah. I love Chicken Run when I was a kid. Right. Well, I mean, like, that's the thing, though. This, I mean, it's made by the same studio as Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit and mm-hmm. Shaun the Sheep and, you know, all that stuff. Yep. But it's not claymation. They're, I mean, it's, it's almost like a... I don't even know what to, what to call it. Because it's like they're, they're using uh, almost like, you know little crocheted balls of wool or something like that i don't know Mm -hmm. because yeah it it doesn't look like anything that Leica does right right well i mean Mm -hmm. wallace and gromit doesn't look anything like Leica either right 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 right. yeah uh i you know i i don't know we'll we'll see we'll see it's going to be coming out november 24th it's going to be going to netflix um uh is it yes only on netflix november 24th so it's not going to theaters or anything like that. It's just going right to Netflix. Okay. Seems like a good home for that type of thing. So we'll have to see. Ho- hopefully it does well. We'll have to see. But Travis. Yes. That is our last trailer. <gasps> yeah. Which means we get to finish up because there's no movies premiering this week. Sorry. Uh, no, Aww. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we actually have a couple of movies premiering this week. The first one being Halloween Kills, which is rated R. Minutes after Lori Strode, her daughter Karen and granddaughter Allison left masked monster Michael Myers caged and burning in Lori's basement. Lori is rushed to the hospital with life-threatening injuries, believing she finally killed her lifelong tormentor. But when Michael manages to free himself from Lori's trap, his ritual bloodbath resumes. As Lori fights her pain and prepares to defend herself against him, she inspires all of Haddonfield to rise up against their unstoppable monster. The Strode women join a group of other survivors of Michael's first rampage who decide to take matters into their own hands, forming a vigilante mob that sets out to hunt Michael down once and for all. Evil dies tonight. IMDb has this one at a 7.6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 62%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 46 I think that's like the best like synopsis I've ever heard in my life. 
<laughs> you like that one? <laughs> I do. I really enjoyed that. Fantastic. I'm glad. I'm glad I could uh, bring that to you. That I stole from somewhere online. Uh, <laughs> Very nice. So, uh, what? Uh, I know we, we've talked about the trailer before. Mm-hmm. And, well, obviously, I'm not going to go see it. But, right. Are you excited for getting to see kind of characters and, and actors from the first movie coming back? I am. I Halloween the original is probably one of the better horror movies made out there and they made a sequel in 2018 which takes away all of the other continuity from the other movies that have come out before these and i think they do a really good job with it because mm-hmm. uh who i can never remember the name but the guys who wrote this these series of movies well, the new series. Uh, David Gordon, David, David Gordon Green, Danny Thank McBride, you. and Scott yep. Teams. Yep. I they they took the franchise to a whole different level when they started making these with Halloween in twenty eighteen. Now Halloween Kills, and then Halloween Ends. What in another year or two? Yep, twenty twenty two. Yep. So it's. I feel like this one is going to be the Empire Strikes Back of the series. I I have a feeling that Laurie Strode is going to die, but I don't know. I just don't know. So, as of right now, uh-huh. Halloween Kills does have Jamie Lee Curtis listed. But, but it could be that, flashbacks, though, too. It could be flashbacks. It could be just them having uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's name up there just to keep things secret mm-hmm. but as of right now it is up there okay well i'm so excited to see this movie i really am i i love the 2018 i love the 78 uh movie it, it it's gonna be it's gonna be a bloodbath and it'll be good to see some other original characters coming back from the first movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so right now mm-hmm I mean, like I said, right now, it's at a 62% on Rotten Tomatoes. Just as a comparison, the original Halloween from 1978 Mm -hmm. is uh, sitting at a 96% certified fresh. And then Halloween from 2018 is sitting at a 79% certified fresh. fresh. Okay. I'm honestly surprised that they had critics review this already. Because normally horror movies don't get the review treatment. Right. Because they're afraid of hearing, like, what people actually think of the movie before anybody else gets to see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. yeah, th- this I'm super excited. I, I plan on seeing this on Friday, if not Thursday night. Very nice. Stay up late. I might have to... I. I, I might have to watch the first, like, Halloween and then Halloween again. Ooh, nice. <laughs> and then go see this, and then uh, just wait until 2022 for Halloween ends. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in yep. the morning, I'm making waffles. Making waffles. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, deep Shrek reference. I love it. Oh, that's <laughs> great. That's great. Uh, yes. So, Halloween kills. Good luck with that. Have fun. Oh, I, w- <laughs> I will. Are you going to try to catch it in the theater, or are you going to just watch it on Peacock? Oh, I don't have Peacock either. So, this is... Well, I mean, there a- is the Peacock free version, I think. I don't know if that'll be on it, though. So, I'm guessing you're going to have to have a premium subscription, considering it's... I don't, I don't know. Because, I mean, it just says day and date pe- going to Peacock for okay. free. So, like, you, it, it doesn't say, like, you have to do like Disney does where you buy it or anything like that. It's going to be up there right there. Okay. Still, for this type of movie, I feel like it needs to be seen in the theaters. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, it looks like uh, I just, just looked. Uh, Halloween Kills, you have to unlock it with premium. Okay. So, yeah, I would rather be sucked into it and be in the movie theater for an hour and a half to two hours. Uh, but, yeah, apparently Peacock Premium is five bucks. I mean, still, that's not bad. That's like Tuesday, uh, a Tuesday that, deal. That, that is, so that's, that's five bucks a month, but you still do get ads. And then how much for non, for no ads? Ten bucks a month that's not bad either but due to streaming rights a small amount a small amount of programming will still contain ads uh peacock channels events and a few shows and movies okay well i would only the only reason i would get peacock is for wrestling and i'm not the biggest fan of wwe right now so Mm. uh i mean they've they've got some they've got some stuff there and psych as well you know uh sure Sure, right. <laughs> Although if you do the, the year plans, you can do with uh, Peacock Premium is 50 bucks for a year mm-hmm. instead of the 60 that it would be if you did per month. Or for the Premium Plus, it's 100 bucks per year versus the, what, 121? Something mm-hmm. like that? No. What is that? 10 bucks a month for 12... Yeah, 120. So save 20 bucks for the, with the yearly subscription okay but you know whatever that's just that's just more additional cost more streaming services yeah there's too many streaming services that's right there is so (laughs) uh yes that should be fun time for you but let's move on to our next movie shall we sounds good you ready for this yep Alrighty. the next one that we have is the last duel which is rated r Based on actual events, the film unravels long-held assumptions about France's last sanctioned duel between uh, Jean de Corogue and Jacques Legris, two friends turned bitter rivals. Corogue is a respected knight known for his bravery and skill on the battlefield. Legris is a Norman squire whose intelligence and eloquence make him one of the most admired nobles in court. When Corogue's wife, Marguerite, is viciously assaulted by Legris, a charge he denies, she refuses to say, stay silent, stepping forward to accuse her attacker, an act of bravery and defiance that puts her life in jeopardy. The ensuing trial by combat, a grueling duel to the death, places the fate of all three in God's hands. IMDb has this one at a 7.4 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at an 81%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 68 And that is how you do that. <laughs> I applaud you, sir. I applaud you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank <laughs> You're you. welcome. <laughs> so I know, I mean, we've we've talked about this one a few different times before now. We have, yeah. And uh, it looks it looks good. It does look good. I mean, it's got a stellar cast. 
well, with Adam Driver and Matt Damon being the, the two yeah the two main guys uh Jean de Croix and Jacques Legree and then uh Jodie Comer mm-hmm. as Marguerite de Croix and it has a one Ben Affleck 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 uh, it does it absolutely does so those two get to work together again with Matt Damon mm-hmm. and then the screenplay again we've talked about this before Mm-hmm. Uh, the male parts of the screenplay were written by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Yep. And then the female parts of the screenplay were written by uh, Nicole Holofcener. Mm-hmm. And I then probably completely mispronounced that. Oh, that's okay. You did your best, man. I tried. I tried. And then it's directed by one Ridley Scott. Yes. Yes, it is. Which he does very well with these types of movies. Usually. Like, period pieces <laughs> usually usually he's had a few hiccups here and there but that's oh, okay once once or twice yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right he did the 2010 robin hood didn't he he did yeah mm-hmm. and kingdom of heaven that was a good one i never actually watched that one i recommend it like it's a is is that the one is that one where people say like the director's cut is way better? Yeah. It definitely is. Which I feel like is a lot of Ridley Scott's stuff. <laughs> because Blade Runner director's mm-hmm. cut obviously is you gotta, the best. You, you got to do that. <laughs> uh Alien. Mhm. That's a that's a pretty darn good one. Uh, uh He did that one Louise, that's right. Yep. Gladiator. Uh. Uh, we never got a director's cut of that. Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down. That's a good I, one. I I had to stop that one. I just I couldn't I couldn't handle it. I really couldn't. I I will say there's one scene in the movie that gets to me. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about that one after the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, what was American Gangster? Oh, with uh, Russell Crowe and Denzel. Yes, and Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah. And Josh Brolin. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And RZA. Oh, yeah. He's in there, too. Yeah. And Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba. Show me the money. <laughs> uh, body. Wait, what was Body of Lies? That's with uh, Russell Crowe and Leo. It is. And Mark Strong. And Mark Strong, yeah. And Oscar Isaac. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Prometheus, The Counselor, Exodus Gods and Kings, Alien Covenant all the like, that's right he did all the money in the world mm-hmm. and that's the one where they had to or they put in christopher Plummer in to replace kevin spacey that yes they did yeah as j paul getty mm-hmm. and that i remember that whole thing that one like it was ready to go out and then they completely pulled it to redo it well yeah because of the whole thing with kevin spacey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh and then he, he did do that didn't he what house of gucci it did have his name yeah, on it, didn't it? He did, yep. All right, all right. I I saw that I I, I saw that trailer again when I went and saw Bond. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks better watching it on on the big screen. Yeah. So the House of Gucci and then uh, Spencer as well. Yep. Those two looked pretty good. Pretty, pretty mm-hmm. good. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, last duel. Going back to the movie that we're supposed to be talking about here. This one I. If I do go and see anything, it'll probably be this one. 
I'm probably not going to go see anything, though. Okay, that's fair. Uh, obviously, you know me. I'm going to see Halloween Kills first. Yep. If I have the chance, I, I want to see Last Duel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, I mean, Halloween takes precedence, so... <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, very nice. Alrighty. Well, I guess with that, that's the last movie that we have. So, Travis, do you have anything else that you would like to say? Uh, no, I don't, sir. Okay, okay. Well, I do ask that uh, everybody that's listening, mm-hmm. go ahead and uh, visit us at Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash movies are a thing. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are a thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that. At movies are a thing. And we also have a Patreon if you want to help support the podcast. Patreon.com slash movies are a thing. It is right over there. Uh, I I am trying to post stuff. It's not really working, but it's over there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A lot of outtakes and things like that from these episodes do go. uh, I am saving. (laughs) Let's just call it saving. And uh, they will be going up as episodes uh, over on the Patreon. Well, that sounds good, man. Yeah. But I do believe then, since we don't really have anything else that we want to say, mm-hmm. that it is about that time. Here it comes. Cue the drop. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. into the microphone <laughs> his sultry voice guided travis along until he heard him. all right one second here sure uh, hmm, okay uh yes he was on four episodes of sequest 2032 from 1993 i've seen that i've seen that show here and there oh uh yeah he was dr joshua levin way back okay. in the day but yes right. uh I'm going to just double check one thing here quick. I'll be right back. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, as our producer. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking for director. There we go. Uh, let's see here. There was one. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yes. 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 Good. Yes. Do it. <laughs> Alrighty, man. Alright. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.